everybody. <laughs> oh, God, I need a drink today. It's been a fucking week, hasn't it, guys? Yeah. Happy Easter. Oh, let's do it. doing out there welcome back to the jam room podcast shout out to all the new uh listeners subscribers whatever the fuck you call yourselves people that listen to podcasts i don't know what, do you, what is it with a podcast you do subscribe to a podcast don't you yeah something like that i don't know but anyway shout out to all you new guys welcome uh this is the jam room podcast i hope you've all had a fantastic week happy easter to everybody um Hope you had fun. Big, long fucking weekend. You get the Friday off. You get the Monday off. You get way uh, more time off than even Christmas. So for some reason, it's important to a lot of people. But I don't know. It's that good time of year where everyone pretends to be religious. And uh, we just eat chocolate and shit like that. I didn't really do fuck all for Easter. Just sort of family and stuff like that. It's for the kids. Easter is for the kids, right? It's chocolate for breakfast, all that bullshit. I got a fucking... A little video message from my sister uh, today just showing the fucking you know, embarrassment of riches as far as chocolate goes that these kids, uh, her kids, you know, my, my niece and nephew that got for Easter. It's just fucking insane. It's, it's like a year's worth of chocolate. That's There's two kids under five years old. They can't get through that shit. Um, she doesn't want them to get through that shit. So she's just trying to offer it around. So there's free chocolate going uh, to any parent or I guess every parent out there is just trying to get rid of this chocolate because if they put it in the fucking kids, they become a fucking little demon and they fuck everything up. Don't want to do it. It's just insane. And I don't even really know what the story is of Easter, right? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, there's a million fucking hack jokes of why the fuck the Easter bunny's involved or the fucking what the hell the egg symbolizes, what the hell's the deal with chocolate. Just because we figured it was a superior tasting egg is all I could really come up you know but that's not even true I fucking I always just assumed as a kid when you hear the Easter story and about Jesus getting fucking stabbed or you know crucified or whatever the fuck happened I just assumed he shat himself and that was the justification for the chocolate eggs I just assumed that was the case but I'm probably wrong with that it apparently you know represents new life or something like that you know and the fact that bunnies lay eggs. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's too many fucking hack jokes in there, guys. It's fucking, you know, a little Easter egg kind of looks like rabbit shit anyway or whatever. The, the rabbit, I don't know, you go the South Park thing that it's, you know, the Pope was actually a, a rabbit or fucking what, St. Peter or something they went down with. I don't know. It was something like that. But anyway, we get Good Friday. That's where Jesus got killed or whatever. And... <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's face it, guys. That's why Jesus has never fucking returned, right? We keep calling it Good Friday. That's the day that he was brutally murdered. It's a, that was a good day. That's a Good Friday. It's just like fucking Jesus Christ. The Jews. <laughs> They're still infiltrated. Still trying to slander the Lord and Savior or some bullshit like that. Fuck it. Whatever. All it's about is getting together with family and eating bullshit. 
Um, yeah, had numerous family barbecues and all that sort of shit. Got all out of the way now, so obviously I'm day late with this podcast, guys. Do apologize. Wasn't going to do anything yesterday. It's just going to hang out. Actually, I was going to do this podcast yesterday. I had fucking not a lot else to do, but I ended up uh, catching up with a bunch of friends and drinking. And um, you'd think that would be fine just to do a podcast with that, but, uh, you know, some of my friends aren't great on a podcast. just is what it is. Anyway. Moving on, I've had a fucking fun fucking week. Listened to some new music, guys. To be honest, not a great week for new music uh, compared to the the previous two weeks. Uh, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, fucking, we talk uh, we talk with Curtis every now and then on this podcast, right? So he's coming over, coming back over to Perth um, for a little while, coming up in June or some shit like that. So when he's over here, I'm sure he's gonna you know, bless us with his presence on this podcast in person this time rather than over Zoom or whatever, which could be fun. We'll see what happens with that. But um, he's kind of coming over for a bit of a golf trip. And uh, I haven't played golf since I was a fucking 19-year-old kid out of school with nothing else to do. So we would just fucking get high and play golf every now and then. Um, So I suck at this game. But I figured if Curtis is coming over for a bit of a golf game, I'll get into it a little bit. So last week I bought myself a, a, a set of golf clubs. Um, was trying to cheer myself up, you know. I hadn't heard back from job interviews and all that sort of stuff. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll go to the driving range. Um, and I bought like, you know, it's a cheap set of clubs. Nothing great. It's no fucking Titleist or any bullshit like that, right? I'm not spending thousands of dollars. I suck at this game. Maybe later on if I get any good at it, you know. As a fucking musician or someone that just knows what it takes to do something that's worthwhile... I know it fucking takes time, and I'm uh, definitely willing to put my 10,000 hours in for fucking golf, and that's going to take 20, 30 years, so I don't care about being good at golf this year, I care about being good at golf in my retirement, maybe, something like that, who the fuck cares, anyway, got this cheap set of golf clubs off fucking Facebook Marketplace or whatever, um, Fairly new, barely used. And I could tell they were barely used. No scuff marks, fucking, these things were pretty much brand fucking spanking new. So I go down the the driving range. Never really been down there by myself before. Fucking feeling intimidated. There's all these pros around. There's all these wankers wearing the fucking, like a, like a team uniform all tucked in and shit like that. I don't know what it is about golf, but you have to dress like an asshole. That's kind of the fun of it, I guess, or whatever. So I get down there, uh, get my fucking bucket of balls. First fucking swing with this new driver. Cling, I hear the fucking wicked ping of the ball. I actually did hit the ball, right? First swing. I was surprised, but um, I was even more surprised because as I swung, uh, the head of my driver just kept flying down the driving range as well. Snapped clean off the fucking, this, what do you call it? The shaft, whatever. Supposed to be fucking carbon fiber. I don't know. It just looked like plastic to me. But either way, highly embarrassed. <laughs> First fucking hit. Smashed this fucking thing. Uh, so I had to get onto them. Like the, the, the chick that sold them to me or whatever. She came good and fucking gave us a new one and, and all that stuff. But fucking hell, I suck so much at golf, guys. This is ridiculous. This is something I'm going to have to practice. I'm going to have to steal the wisdom of people that are better than me. Because um, that, that's, that's, that's a good tip, guys. Uh, you know, when you're learning anything, just copy people that are better than you and just steal whatever they have to offer you. Like, obviously, that's a pretty obvious thing to say. Uh, 
But, you know, they always say you can, you know, learn from your mistakes. Uh, you can learn from other people's as well. So if I can shortcut it a little bit, you know what I mean? So I'm going to go down the driving range again tomorrow and try and figure this shit out. Because I want to give Curtis a bit of a fucking run for his money when he comes over here. He's taking it seriously. He's spending lots of money and getting good clubs and fucking lessons and really trying it out. And so I don't want it to be a fucking absolute whitewash where I get just absolutely slaughtered uh, playing golf with Curtis. But fucking whatever. It's a weird sport. It's an old man's sport, but whatever. I'm getting old, guys. Getting old. So, uh, yeah, that's been going on this week. Fucking trying to get my head around that sort of stuff. But, um... Like I said, plenty of other shit to get into. Did you guys see this um, this uh, fucking NFT stuff that's been going on? Like, we've talked in the past about NFTs and how I think it's a bit of a scam, a bit of a hype sort of bullshit, sort of pump and dump sort of nonsense. Uh, so an NFT is like a piece of digital artwork that's going to, you know, be a point of clout or something like that, something you'll get some sort of clout for uh, having online or some shit. So people are spending millions of dollars on like a little image of what they call a bored ape and stuff like that. It's just pieces of fucking shithouse clip art, basically. It's clip art. People pay millions of dollars for fucking clip art. I always thought it was free. But turns out it's valuable if it has a fucking watermark and, you know, you can prove your ownership over the blockchain, which no one gives a shit about. So somehow it's like tied to cryptocurrencies because it's working on the Ethereum blockchain or some shit like that, I believe. I don't know. But um, I always thought it was just a fucking pump and dump kind of scam, and it's fucking turning out to be exactly that. Um, so there was an NFT a couple of years ago, like when one of the first ones that sort of came out, not one of the first ones, but you know, one of, in the early adoption of this uh, bullshit fucking idea that's, uh, that's come out, um, Jack Dorsey, the um, former CEO of Twitter, um, and, you know, talked about Elon Musk and all that shit's involvement with, with Twitter. That's kind of why I'm bringing it up. Anyway, Jack Dorsey's first tweet ever um, sold for uh, $2.9 million a couple of years ago as an NFT. So the very first tweet that Jack Dorsey did, I don't even know what it says. It's probably something just like, uh, hello world, uh, or something gay like that. Either way, it fucking sold for $2.9 million, went up for auction this week and the highest bid was $280 so whoever spent the money on that fucking NFT is uh, crying himself to sleep I guess um, because they're all bullshit no one's going to care about a fucking bored ape a year from now because there's going to be a new one there's going to be a new one right Like I don't understand how this shit goes but I'm loving seeing it sort of crumble before everybody's eyes you know what I mean it's just like when, when Bitcoin starts crashing or when things happen, just like, yes, fuck yeah. No one wants these fucking weird geek losers to be cashing in millions and millions of dollars just because they fucking um, put their uh, welfare check towards something other than uh, food or rent or, you know, actually bettering themselves. But that's what's happening. So congratulations to you if you have an NFT. You know, we might make some NFTs here at the Jam Room Podcast. You can, we'll make an NFT of me bagging NFTs. And we'll just sort of put it out there. And just know fine well, it's because I'm robbing you. I'm taking your money. Tim Dillon went on a big rant about that. Just make an NFT just called I'm Robbing You. Fucking tremendous. Looking forward to seeing him. He's coming to Perth, guys. If you're a Tim Dillon fan or a comedy fan in general... 
You probably have tickets already. They're selling out fast. But yeah, fucking this time next month, we'll be talking about Tim Dillon's show because I'm fucking looking forward to it. It was actually kind of weird. I really wanted to go to this show um, with a buddy of mine um, who's a Tim Dillon fan as well. Turns out that the show's right on his wedding anniversary, so he couldn't quite swing it. And I'd already bought fucking the two tickets. Um, so I was like, all right, cool. Someone else, yeah, they're in. Wicked, going with another buddy. Sweet, we got tickets, we're going. Like fucking almost front row sort of bullshit. We got good tickets, got them straight away as soon as they were released. All the tickets around it sort of started pumping up in price and all that sort of stuff, as it does. Um, and then it turns out the guy that I was going to go with uh, can't make it either, so I was stuck with a spare ticket. I was going to start offering it around and all that shit, but then my original buddy, who has the anniversary on that day, messages me saying, uh, turns out we're going. So they're going to go as a couple, as like an anniversary date sort of thing to go see Tim Dillon. Great idea, by the way. Taking your missus who knows nothing about uh, Tim Dillon to a Tim Dillon show for the anniversary. She's going to fucking love it. It's a great idea. Really like it. But we're not sitting together. But because it's a bit of a couple's thing, now my wife wants to go. And I don't know. I'm kind of in this position where like, I've got good tickets. My buddy and his wife have pretty bad tickets up in the nosebleed sections, right? I'm like, well, he likes Tim Dillon. I like Tim Dillon. The wives are just there because. Why can't they sit together up in the balcony? And uh, me and my buddy sit down front row sort of thing and have a jolly old time, right? But I don't know how to wrangle it. I don't know how to fucking negotiate those sorts of terms and suggest it. Because, you know, they're celebrating their fucking anniversary. They probably want to sit together. Even though it shouldn't fucking matter at a comedy show. Whatever. We'll get there. I'm looking forward to it. That's May 4th. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll talk about it in a month or so. Um, anyway, fun times, guys. Let's fucking move on to some music for this week. Like I said, was not as impressed with what I listened to this week compared to the, the previous few weeks. If you haven't checked out, um, excuse me, uh, the fucking the new uh, Jack White album, definitely do. It's fucking amazing. And um, even previous to that was uh, what did we talk about? Fucking. The new Red Hot Chili Peppers album's pretty damn fire, that sort of stuff. So go check them out because stuff that's happening this week, not as excited about, not quite my jam, but um, I listen to a lot of music and this is like literally the best I could come up with to, to talk to you guys about. Let's start with fucking um, a young chick named Lizzie McAlpine. I checked out her album. It's called Five Seconds Flat. And I kind of wanted to check it out because I had a, um, had a track that was featuring a guy named Jacob Collier who we've mentioned on this podcast before. This guy's like a kind of a musical genius, perfect pitch, fucking just, I don't know. He just thinks in music. He thinks in, um, I don't know, semitones or whatever. I don't know. He fucking, he's just a musical god, apparently. So he's on one of these tracks. Pretty boring track. Uh, the whole album's pretty boring. Album's called Five Seconds Flat. And um, so this chick, Lizzie McAlpine, she kind of, you know, she's early 20s, fucking kind of, became famous for the, like like TikTok famous stuff, right? One of her videos kind of got millions of views and all that sort of shit. So it's this new celebrity, the new celebrity that no one's ever heard of or ever really put on the radio or TV or whatever. But all these kids fucking um, holding their parents' phone fucking love her. Uh, so I checked out the album. It's kind of a... Uh, like an indie rock pop sort of thing, kind of real dull set kind of remind me of like a lisa mitchell kind of vibe 
Do you remember Lisa Mitchell? Am I thinking of the right person? That fucking, do you have a dollar? Do you have a dollar? Whatever, that chick um, kind of has that cutesy, like, fucking, yeah, just like an indie, fucking shitty, post-rocky kind of vibe to it or whatever. Didn't really hate the music behind it because it was they, they were like they were fine chord progressions, fine production, all that sort of stuff. But there was just nothing that really fucking, you know, grabbed me and brought me into the song. You know what I mean? There was no great hook that really pulled me down or anything like that. So, whatever. That's that's Lizzie McAlpine, I guess. I mean, f- for the body of work that she has, at, at only being twenty one years old, like she might do some great things in the future when she gets a bit of maturity about her. But for now, it's kind of stuck in that um, the, the TikTok world where it's definitely going to appeal to children. So if you've got children out there, they probably already know about this album. Or you can, you know, at least pretend to be hip because now you know about it or something like that. Whatever. Let's fucking move on. Uh, because the next couple of albums are a little bit more mature, but they're still kind of dancey. And they're in this nostalgia loop that we talk about all the fucking time because, you know, I'm always saying that, you know, there's this 30-year nostalgia loop, so we're coming to the point where things from the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, because the nostalgia loop's shortening and shortening, you know? It's just, you know, the law of diminishing returns or something like that. It's People are just revisiting things that were cool not that long ago um, to try and give them a vibe. We talked about an album last week that was kind of like that. Uh, but anyway, a dude named Hayden James, who's an Australian DJ um, sort of producer, uh, released an album called Lifted, and it's kind of fine and fun and dancey and cool. And um, just like with Lizzie McAlpine or all the other albums that we're going to talk about today, and pretty much every fucking new album that you see on Spotify, it's illegal to release an album unless it features someone other than your band, right? You have to have a song and then a couple of featuring more famous people or featuring people that you know, we might have forgotten about, but it's still sort of clinging on, still there in the background or whatever. Uh, this is no different. Lots of fucking, you know, featuring whatever. But that it makes more sense for a DJ to be doing that um, because they're not singing. They're not, you know, they're just making the music and other people are sort of uh, directing it or whatever. Anyway, the album's called Lifted and it seems all right. It's a bit housey, a little bit dancey, kind of cool. Like I said, it kind of feels like early 2000s sort of dance house music, I guess, something like that. And along the exact same lines is the next album, fucking Swedish House Mafia bought out a new one. Um, And again, it's featuring fucking a bunch of people, some of which have no business being on this album, but they're there, whatever. Talk about the likes of Sting. Sting appears at some point. Um, And it just kind of seems like sampled vocals of Sting. He didn't definitely didn't go into a studio and like really get creative for for whatever he contributed to this album. It's called Paradise Again. And uh, Swedish House Mafia, there's there's three dudes. Yes, three dudes that have been sort of pumping it out together for a while. We we all kind of remember their fucking uh, massive hit. Oh, it must have been about 10 years ago now, I think. um, That Don't uh, Don't You Worry Child. You know the one that fucking Don't You Worry, Don't You Worry Child. Something like that. That was pretty much exactly it. Um, that was a great track. That was a massive fucking anthem uh, for 2012, I'm going to guess. But uh, everything on this album kind of sounds in the exact same vein, which kind of made me smile. It's pretty cool. This is out of the, 
the albums that I checked out this week, this one was kind of the coolest. It started off real retro. By the end of it, got kind of boring. Not going to lie. Definitely faded out attention towards the end of the album. And then all of a sudden, a song would pipe up. I'd be like, oh, fuck, this is cool. What track is this? Oh, the album's finished and it's on to someone else now. Okay, damn. Well, have to go back and listen to the end of the album then because literally I fell asleep. So it is a bit boring. It's a little bit boring, but it starts off pretty cool and it's got the fucking the that sampling kind of vibe that um, the the early two thousands are kind of sort of uh, embraced. You know what I mean? Talking about like all the stuff that Daft Punk would do and all that sort of shit. So it's all that underground house sort of sampled music, but it's it's better now. And it's a little bit better produced, and it does sound amazing. I got I got to hand it to these guys. It does sound fucking amazing. That's fine, but the 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 content of it, you know, whatever. Yeah, it started off good, but uh, just never really um, kept my attention going. So it didn't have the stamina of other great albums out there, guys. But you know, fucking, it is what it is. So yeah, if you got the time, if you're into your cutesy fucking uh, indie rock bullshit. Um, Check out Lizzie McAlpine. If you're into your sort of house DJ kind of music, a um, couple of couple of albums, and there's there's plenty more as well. I mean, I did check out others, but you know, like I said, pretty much my reviews for Hayden James and Swedish House Mafia been the same thing, where it's like, yeah, cool, okay, I get what you're doing. Um, don't really care too much though. All right, something like that, something like that. I'm waiting for some fucking wicked metal rock shit to come out soon. We'll fucking see about that. Who knows? I don't even really know what's on the horizon. I know for a fact Porcupine Tree have a new album coming out soon. And when we talked about their two singles that they released, one of those songs really got me fucking excited. So hopefully the album fucking comes good. Um, Maybe in the next few weeks we get to hear about that. I mean, if I was like good at, at podcasting and shit, I would probably have done my research and found a release date, but I didn't. So here we are. What do you want from me? Anyway, I've been playing some music. I've been trying to figure out new pedals and new systems and stuff like that. We haven't talked too much about projects uh, that's going on in my world for a while, guys. Uh, and that's because they're pretty much dead. Um, as you know, I work on projects with Liam, had a band, done some gigs. You know, he wrote a bunch of songs, like, and I've shown you guys like one of them, because for some reason there's a bit of veil, a bit of a veil of secrecy around all the others for some whatever reason. Um, when I do get permission to show you more, I will. Uh, but you know, I know you're thinking, well, when has that ever stopped you from showing music you're not technically allowed to show? Uh, I actually know Liam, and I've I've got a chat to him and be in a band with him. But there might be a new project on the horizon, guys. So there has been talks of new configurations, new ideas, new setup, a whole bunch of new fucking pedals and uh, stuff like that to make the sounds right. But uh, who knows what's going to happen in the future. But I'm getting a bit excited for it because I'm just keen to fucking jam. I'm keen to jam. And Liam, he works away and he's got fuck all time to really uh, dedicate to music and jamming and stuff like that. So I'll take whatever I can get, whether it be in the old style project or this new one. Or run both simultaneously, which he certainly doesn't have time for. But we will try. We will try, guys. So keep your ear to the ground on this podcast. If there's anything coming out, I'll fucking show you. Um, I wouldn't mind getting this new project involved with the podcast. So actually recording the jams and the writing sessions and stuff like that. To show you sort of how things are rock and rolling. And uh, 
you know, you guys can give me some feedback. Say like, hey, look, that riff is garbage. Scrap it. This riff is cool. Expand upon it. Stuff like that. Because that's what jamming is. You throw it all against the wall and some piece of shit's going to stick. Um, but sometimes you don't know what's going to stick and you don't know what should stick. And that's where we're going to go from there, I guess. Whatever. We'll see how it goes. So new projects on the horizon. Um, old project probably still uh, going to chip away slowly at. Um, you know, I'll leave you guys with uh, one of the tracks from that old project. I've, I've shown you this one before. It's the only one I've been given fucking permission to show um, as a bit of a promo for a gig we did like fucking last year. So it's been a while. We haven't been rehearsing together as a band for fucking... It's been about five months. I think it's five months now. So, you know, it's probably over. You know, you can read between the lines, but uh, you never know. You never know when these things can come back from the dead, hey? Just like a great Hollywood franchise, all of a sudden it's back. Um, so anyway, have yourselves a great fucking week out there. Play some music, write some music, enjoy yourself with music. I'm going to leave you a track called Towers um, from this little project with um, Liam and I and other members, obviously. Um, and yeah, hope you enjoy it. Reach out, get involved with the podcast, guys. Let us know what fucking better music I should have checked out this week and what I might talk about it next time. Um, you know, you can email me, scott at thejamroom.com.au, um, at Jamroom Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Fucking, you know, use your thumbs, fucking get involved, hit those follow buttons, you know, if you enjoy this podcast or it offers you fucking anything. Or you think you might know someone that would enjoy it more than you. Let them know. Help me out. And um, I can help you guys out with some better shit in the future. This is a song called Towers um, from the band with Liam and I and other people. Anyway, take care now. Bye-bye then.
Oh, oh, oh.